Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. We are living in extremely difficult times. The coronavirus and the pandemic hasn't been limited. It's virtually touched every part of the world. And uh, that's not the only thing, because we've also got major economic problems coming from it. We're faced with unusual storms and earthquakes. And all these are, I do believe, signs of the coming of the Lord. And I think that's, that's what we've got to face. We have to face the fact that to be called as Christians doesn't mean we live either in isolation or in luxury. And I want to bring you quite an unusual thought today. And I'm going to read to you from Psalm 63. And interestingly enough, this first verse was probably my favorite verse of all verses in the Bible in my teenage years. And this is what it says. It's, of course, it's the psalmist, it's David. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there's no water to see your power and your glory as I have seen you in the sanctuary. Now, the reason that it was so important to me was because really it was my desire in those days to see the power and the glory of God. And I was a young man, and so <laughs> literally it was, early will I seek you. And, and yes, I was seeking the Lord, and I did have some very remarkable experiences early in my life. Um, I don't know whether I, I, I've often told the real story of my conversion, uh, how I came to Christ. I was just eight. It was 1940. And um, uh, around about the time it was Easter and it was about the time of my uh, my my eighth birthday. And uh, I was away with my father. My father was preaching at a convention down in Bournemouth. And um, uh, my father wasn't the only preacher. There was a young evangelist, and he preached. And apparently, when the evangelist made the appeal for conversion, both my brother and I raised our hands, signifying that we wanted to come to Christ. So that night, when we got back to the home where we were staying, my father turned to us and so spoke to my brother, because my twin brother is older than I am, as he keeps reminding me, <laughs> and said to him, do you want to accept Christ? And my brother said yes, and so my father prayed with him. And uh, then he, my father looked at me and said, right, are you ready? And the strange thing was, I said, no. <laughs> it was quite clear. I said, no, I don't want to do it now. It's obvious that at that point I was not under conviction and I don't have any actual personal uh, memory of having raised my hand. So my father left. He didn't argue, didn't question. And 
I got into bed, but you know, I couldn't sleep. Because even at that young age, I knew that if Christ were to return, my twin brother, my parents would go to heaven and I would be shut out. And I was under such conviction uh, that I had to get out of bed and kneel down and say, oh, Lord, don't leave me out. I, I want what my brother has. I want to know you. I want to accept you. So it was a very strong conviction that led me to Christ. And I always remember that I got up the next morning and uh, everything was different. The whole world outside was different. The sky was a brighter blue. The sun was shining more brightly. The trees were different, more vivid in their colors. The whole world had changed. Of course, it was a long time before I realized it wasn't the world that changed. It was me. So you understand from an early age that I did have some quite major experiences. It wasn't long after that um, that uh, I, 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 again, we lived in London and my father was the senior pastor of a big church in Clapham in London. And uh, I know that shortly after that, the church was totally destroyed by a bomb. That's that was London. <laughs> and before that happened, so you can almost put the time down to 1940-41, that I had such an experience in that church. It was a Sunday morning and the church, of course, in those days, the church was absolutely packed out, crowded, uh, with virtually no room, standing room only. and. Uh, I, I, I can remember I was standing while the worship was going on and suddenly something happened. It was as if uh, a, a wave of glory, a wave of power swept over me. And young as I was, I had such an experience of the power of God.
you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits. Worship used by kind permission of Vinesong, www.vinesong.com.